Welcome to the Awesome Pod Mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it is the triumph of the filmmaker." That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today, I'll be talking about the 6th and the season finale episode of Marvel Studios Moon Knight. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This episode's title is Gods and Monsters, written by Daniel Imman and Jeremy Slater, Peter Cameron and Sabir Pirzada, and directed by Mohammad Diab. After the previously on section, the Marvel Studios title sequence begins over the music of Earl Grant's The End, very fitting as we are in the season finale. Arthur's men drag Mark's corpse to the side to fetch Amit's ushapti. They find it and pass it on to Arthur. Arthur apologizes to Mark and leaves the golden scarab with him. Arthur says, "I'm sorry. It had to be this way." Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, or whoever else might be in there. Leela is watching all this from behind the statue. She kills one of Arthur's men and takes their place. Arthur holds Amit's ushapti asking, "Who wants to heal the world?" Arthur holds his crockhead cane and purple energy surges through it. One of the crocodile heads transforms into an axe while the other stays as the crockhead and growls. Arthur and his men leave. Leela comes up to Mark's corpse and sobs. She then kisses him on the forehead, bidding him goodbye. Leela notices the golden scarab. She picks it up. It levitates and points in a direction. A fleet of cars driving on the sand get on to the road. A little ahead is a checkpoint of the Egyptian patrol agency. They ask Harrow to step out. Arthur steps out of the car and calms his crew. The patrol agency men point their guns at Harrow and his men. One of the soldiers asks him to show his papers. Harrow denies and demands that those men need to show their souls to him. Harrow uses the cane and judges their souls. Only one good man survives the test. Leela gets down from the vehicle and is all set to stab Harrow. Tavaret relays Mark's message using the soldier's dead bodies. Arthur's men arrive at the pyramid. He uses his cane to open the gates of the pyramid. The stones make way for Arthur to get in. Inside the chamber of the gods, Osiris slash Selim is worried about the disturbance. Yatsil reveals Amit is being released. Osiris figures it's Harrow. All gods assemble against Harrow, but Harrow's cane kills them all. Leela sneaks into the chamber of gods and finds Konshu's ushapti. Harrow breaks Amit's ushapti, and Amit appears in her crocodile head form. In this scene, Amit says. His hero scales are unbalanced. Harrow realizes that his penance has not corrected his unbalanced scales. He's accepting of the unbalanced scales regardless of the outcome. I never thought Harrow would be okay to sacrifice himself. He reveals he has an army of followers whose scales perfectly balance. But Amit chooses Harrow to be her avatar. How is that fair? Leela stomps on Konshu's ushapti and sets him free. Konshu being Konshu tries to manipulate Leela into being his avatar. Leela refuses his offer. Make her an offer she wouldn't refuse and learn something from Towerette. Leela holds Konshu responsible for Mark's awful nightmare of a life. Amit and Konshu catch up like long-lost friends. 
Harrow figures that someone is here who released Konshu. At the field of reeds, Mark finds the peace and quiet he longed for. Tavaret reveals he's manifesting everything he wanted in life and requests him to enjoy the peace. Mark wants to go back for Stephen. Tavaret warns that Mark will never be able to come back if he leaves. Mark believes Stephen deserves better. So do I. Mark rushes back and finds Stephen still frozen in the sand. On Earth, Konshu tries to play every trick in the book to make Amit not choose Harrow's loyalty and him as her avatar. But I thought Amit already chose. Maybe he's trying so that she reconsiders her decision. At the Duat, Mark makes a heartfelt speech to Stephen. Mark says, From the moment you arrived, way back then, we were so young. You saved me. I survived because I knew I wasn't alone. You were always there, alive, full of hope. And I tried to protect that. And I failed. And I couldn't protect you. Mark starts to freeze in the sand. Mark says, But you didn't abandon me. You didn't abandon me. And although the field back there was looking... It was looking pretty good. There's no way in hell I'm gonna abandon you. You are the only real superpower I ever had. If I were in Mark's place, I would have said, I love you, Stephen. Mark places his heart on Stephen's hand as if they're sharing one heart. Mark freezes. The gates of Osiris light up and open. As the light falls on the heart, Mark and Stephen, frozen in the sand, come back to life. Mark and Stephen get up, holding each other for support. Stephen says, Mark, you came back. What the hell is wrong with you? Mark says, I did a whole little speech there. Stephen says, it wasn't that little. So he did hear everything. Stephen spots that the gates of Osiris are open. On Earth, Amit and Konshu get into a fight. Back in the Duat, the sand waves are approaching to engulf Mark and Stephen. Mark thinks he's slowing Stephen down. Tavaret comes right on time to divert the crashing sand waves. Mark and Stephen run toward the gate. On Earth, Amit is ready to show mercy if only Konshu begs for it. Mark and Stephen make it back to the upper world. Konshu senses Mark's presence on Earth. Amit is about to hit Konshu but he vanishes into thin air. Mark is resurrected. Mark says, Konshu. Over a montage of shots, we hear Konshu's offer. Over the shot of young Mark and Randall entering a cave, Konshu says, I feel the pain. With the word pain, the shot changes to Mark on the street breaking down on the day of his mother's Shiva. Konshu says, inside of you. Over the shot of Mark dying when he became Moon Knight for the first time, Konshu says, do you want death? Over the shot of Layla, Konshu says, or do you want life? So Layla is Mark's life. Over the shot of Mark dying before he became Moon Knight for the first time, Konshu says, do you swear to protect the travelers of the night? Over the shot of Mark becoming Moon Knight, Konshu says, rise and live again. The shot transitions to Mark protecting Layla from the bullets. In present day, Mark gets up and bullets fall out of his body. Mark adjusts his sleeve and the Moon Knight costume wraps around him. Mark walks out of the tomb and finds Konshu waiting in the distance. Mark realizes that Layla must have turned Konshu down. Konshu says, Amit has been freed. I wasn't strong enough to stop her. Mark, I need your help. Moon Knight transforms into Mr. Knight. Stephen says, Uh, just curious about something. How is this new arrangement gonna work then? Even though Konshu is not speaking to Stephen, they do come as a package deal now. He's gonna have to deal with him. They did save his life and he's welcome for that. But Stephen insists he answer his question about the engagement. Konshu says, You would negotiate now with so much at stake? Now is precisely the right time, Konshu. Now is precisely the right time. They did learn from 
the best, you silly old bird. Konshu gives his word that he'll release the both of them. Konshu changes day sky to night sky and moon night glides in the air. We see a shot where the cape stretches and appears like a bat against the full moon. Osiris is trying to get up. Layla helps him. Osiris asks if Layla is the one who released Konshu. Layla asks how to stop Amit. Osiris reveals they need to imprison Amit in a mortal form inside the chamber of gods because it is their most powerful place. Layla figures it needs to be a body instead of a statue. Before Osiris can reveal how they can imprison Amit, he dies. Layla asks Tavaret for help. Tavaret appears in Osiris's body. Tavaret says, Layla, I'm so thrilled. We'll have so much fun together. Harrow and his men realize Layla is around. Harrow charges toward Layla while she runs for her life. Harrow uses his cane's powers and the earth starts to shake. Everything around Layla starts collapsing. Layla accepts Tavaret's offer to become her avatar. Correction, temporary avatar. Tavaret reveals Layla's father would be so proud. She met him when she took him to the field of reeds. So we know Layla's father went to Egyptian heaven. Harrow reaches atop the pyramid, uses his cane and chants something in ancient Egyptian. The eyes of Ahmed's followers glow and the scales tattoo appear on their wrists to judge people of Cairo one by one. The souls travel to Ahmed and she devours them like the dweller in darkness devoured people's soul in Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. Ahmed grows as big as the size of the pyramids and becomes stronger. Layla steps out of the rubble in costume and metal wings as Tavaret's avatar. Mark arrives in the Moon Knight suit. He climbs the pyramid and meets Harrow halfway with the full moon behind them as they fight. Mark and Harrow battle it out in the air while Ahmet and Konshu fight on land. Mark and Harrow crash land. Konshu overpowers Ahmet. Ahmet asks how are the both of them any different. Konshu underlines the fact that he only punishes those who've chosen evil. Amit uses her hair to break free from Konshu's grip. Amit makes Konshu an offer to be by her side. Harrow is about to use his cane on Mark. Right on cue, Layla glides over and saves Mark. She uses her wings to deflect Harrow's energy blasts. Mark and Layla hug each other and check if both are doing okay. Stephen compliments Layla on her costume. Amit asks Konshu, Why fight knowing you'll fail? Konshu replies, Because it's my choice, the very thing you take away. Konshu and Amit continue to fight. Layla, Mark and Stephen take on Harrow and his men. Mark and Layla fight Harrow together. When Mark and Layla manage to overpower Harrow, Harrow uses his cane to blast a family escaping in a van. Layla flies over and saves a young girl and the family in the van. The young girl asks Layla, Are you an Egyptian superhero? Layla replies, Yes. I love that they did this. Harrow blasts Mark with purple energy and says, Young Randall would have been saved if Amit was allowed to rule. The only weed that needed removing was you, Mark. That's really harsh of Harrow. When Mark tries to use his moon crescent weapon, Harrow deflects it. Layla's wings are nailed to the van by the moon crescent weapon. Harrow manages to blast off Mark and Amit is about to impale Konchu with his own moon crescent staff. Harrow stabs Mark with his cane and Mark winces in pain. Harrow's men shoot at Layla. She deflects the bullets with one pair of her wings. Mark feels helpless and he blacks out. When he regains consciousness, he's defeated Harrow and has broken his cane. Layla asks Mark, what was all that? And Mark says he blacked out. Amit drags Konshu away. Layla suggests Mark to get Harrow because she knows how to stop Amit. 
it. Mark carries Harrow inside the chamber of guards. Layla says, the power of this room will help us bind Ahmed to Harrow's body. Grab my hand so we can start the spell. Energy starts to flow from Mark through the statues of the Inuit forming a circle around Harrow as Layla and Mark chant in ancient Egyptian. Ahmed is disappointed in Konshu as they could have made the earth their paradise. Ahmed decimates into purple energy and is bound to Harrow's body. Ahmed in Harrow's body says, you can never contain me. I'll never stop. Concho wants Mark to kill Harrow and Ahmet. Mark is reluctant for a moment but he still goes ahead. Layla stops Mark. She reminds him that he's free and he has a choice. Concho thinks the only choice is vengeance because if she lives, she'll kill again. Mark realizes Concho sounds an awful lot like Ahmet. Mark demands to be released. The transformation takes place and the screen bleaches to white. Back at the Duart Asylum, Stephen asks Dr. Harrow if this is what reality looks like. Dr. Harrow reveals that the imagination is very real. But Dr. Harrow doesn't believe that Konshu and Amit are real. Mark disagrees. Dr. Harrow says, Then my work continues for as long as it takes. As Harrow walks, we see his sandals leaving bloody footprints. Dr. Harrow is confused. Mark says, I don't think you know as much as you think you do. It's tempting to accept your diagnosis, Doc, but we rather go save the world. Laters, Gators. As Mark falls back, we see a dolly zoom on his face. We see Mark and Steven waking up in Steven's apartment. The song A Man Without Love by Engelbert Humperdinck plays in the background. There are two goldfishes in the aquarium now. Steven can't believe it worked and Mark can't believe that Steven lives in this freaking mess. Steven gets up and walks but falls face smack to the ground due to the ankle restraint. The screen fades to black. The end credit sequence begins. Mid credit scene. The camera glides through a rubber ducky dressed as a doctor, a white sheet of paper with brush strokes in green, and a green cup filled with sand. Arthur spills the cup and it turns out there was some liquid instead of sand. Arthur Harrow is in a psychiatric facility. The nurse sees the spilled cup and suggests it's Harrow's bedtime. A man dressed in black arrives and suggests he would take Arthur instead. He speaks Spanish. He's a hit with the ladies. The man takes Arthur in the wheelchair and we see two nurses lying dead, one in the corridor and another one behind the desk. The man dressed in black takes Arthur outside the hospital. The limo door opens. We see Arthur's reflection along with the man dressed in black. When he bends to lock the wheelchair, you can see the profile shot of Oscar Isaac. This must be Jake Lockley with his signature cap. He throws Arthur inside the limo. He puts the wheelchair away but kicks it in the end. We see the psychiatric facility's name, Shenkiewicz Psychiatric Hospital, which is a reference to Moon Knight artist Bill Shenkiewicz. Inside the limo, Arthur sees Konshu dressed in a suit, just like in the comics. Arthur smirks because he knows Konshu can't hurt them. Konshu reveals that he gave Mark this impression that he wanted Layla as his avatar. Konshu doesn't need anyone else because Mark doesn't know how troubled he truly is. Konshu introduces Jake Lockley to Harrow. We see his eyes reflection in the rear view mirror. It's the third identity of Mark. He must be the one who set that date with Dylan. Jake turns to show his face and we see him sporting his signature cap. So every time Mark or Steven didn't remember what happened around them, it was Jake doing his thing. Concho is the scum. He's been manipulating Mark since forever. It was Concho all along. Did Concho make Mark kill his brother Randall? We won't know until we see the origin of Jake Lockley. Jake speaks in Spanish, which translates to, today is your turn to lose. He 
He pulls out a gun to shoot and Arthur asks him to wait. Jake shoots Arthur Harrow. The limo drives away and we realize they are in London. The Frank Sinatra song, My Way of Life, plays in the background. The license plate reads Spectre, S-P-K-T-R for Mark Spectre. The finale has been disappointing to say the least. Just because episode 5th was so good, I knew 6th episode may not be as good. Though Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke and Mae Calloway have performed exceedingly well throughout the series. You can listen to The Awesome Pod Mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching The Awesome Pod Mix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.